applause got in quickly before the clown could launch into another moan. I'd enjoy it wherever I was. Ooh! Ooh! It was the Silver Star's tremulous little voice. Can't you feel that? Be quiet and feel the vibration. He's coming for us. It's time! It's time! She was right. The hatch opened, flooding the attic with light. And then they were moving. Down the ladder and into the lounge. It was warm from the log fire, and the air was pungent with the aroma of mulled wine. The lid was opened, and the woman, who wore a bright red dress, peered inside. Darling, look, there's our fairy. She's so gorgeous. It's silly, but I really look forward to seeing her each Christmas. The fairy glowed at the compliment. Her mood dampened when she realised, as usual, that she was being laid aside to be unwrapped last. All the others would be up on the tree before her. Then again, she supposed the star of the show should be left until the end to make her big entrance. The fairy lay and watched the man and the woman unwrap each decoration and select a special place for it to go on the tree. The soldier smiled and gave fairy sparkles a secret wink from his branch. He also licked his lips and fingered his tin whistle in a lascivious way that made her incline her pretty face away from him as a punishment for being smutty. Fairy Sparkles watched the brown bear unscrunch his face and stretch his paws, twirling on his silver thread with a smile from ear to ear. The clown nearly had apoplexy as his foot got tangled, twisted towards his face, and he was left swinging, looking at the sole of his shoe again. But it was okay. Everything was okay. Now they were going up in their rightful places. There was music and laughter. The man chased the woman around the tree and poured her endless glasses of champagne. A splash landed on Fairy Sparkle's lips and she lapped it up with her tiny pink tongue. Never before had she swallowed anything so absolutely sublimely divine. Me next, she thought. Me next, as she watched the silver star and the coloured glass balls unwrapped and placed on the tree. Her minute china heart fluttered inside her breast. Finally, The woman unwrapped the tissue from Fairy Sparkle's body and smoothed out her tutu and wings. It was as much as the fairy could do not to squirm with pleasure. The champagne had made its way to her ballet shoes and she felt quite fruity. She might even, when it was dark and the people had gone to bed, climb down the branches and visit the soldier with his nice red uniform and long tin whistle. There. There she was finally, on top of the tree, mistress of all she surveyed. She looked down. The soldier stared up her skirt. Beneath her she saw Santa Claus in his sleigh. He looked up and grinned. His smile was full and generous and his eyes twinkled. Shame about the white hair and beer belly. He was surrounded by tiny packages wrapped in shiny jewel-coloured paper. Two reindeer munched contentedly on pine needles when the people weren't looking. They certainly weren't looking now, thought Fairy Sparkles, as she watched them collapse on the floor in front of the fire. They lay on the sheepskin rug and kissed. Fairy Sparkles was intrigued how hard they kissed. She could see the woman's lipstick smeared across the man's chin. Unbelievably, he took a swig of champagne from the glass, held it in his mouth, and kissed the woman again without swallowing it. The woman gulped, swallowing his champagne, giggling as it trickled down her face and round her neck. Greedily, the man lapped it up, and Fairy Sparkles found her wings trembling as she looked at the man's tongue explore the woman's ear. 
Fairy Sparkle stared wide-eyed. Were the others watching? She looked down and saw that every decoration's eyes were glued to the floor show before them. The only exception was the bear, whose paws were clamped firmly over his eyes. Then the man picked up a chocolate liqueur cherry between his teeth and tried to say something like, Do you know where I'd like to put this? Except the last word came out as fish. The woman couldn't stop laughing, pressed her hands coyly against her skirt and said in a husky voice, I think I can. Without further encouragement, the man disappeared under her skirt and started bobbing up and down. The woman squealed unconvincingly. No, you mustn't, as his muffled voice said, Oh, this is the most delightful cherry I have ever tasted. Whoops, I've lost it. No, there it is again. There it is. And this one's even better. Oh, this one's...